What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Smart Business Solutions, the official podcast of GBS, America's productivity partner. Each episode, we are going to explore some of the biggest threats and challenges in today's business world and the vast amount of solutions GBS offers to meet them. So welcome back to part two of our discussion featuring Vince Ingalls and Dean Heiner, data security expert with Involta. In part one of this episode, uh, we covered the current security challenges for companies trying to protect their data, common misconceptions about data security, and the differences between data attacks and data breaches. If you haven't listened to that part yet, I would encourage you to go back and do that because the information that Vince and Dean shared there is vital to fully understanding this topic. So now we're going to go ahead and jump into part two of our discussion with a question on why clients trust GBS to protect their data. So why do you think, and Vince, just why, why, would you, why do you believe clients uh, rely on GBS to ensure that their, their data is secure? Why, I mean, what do we do? Well, in addition to what you said. GBS, uh, we, we have a lot of partnerships. We have a lot of software solutions that uh, we have, and even outside of Involta, mm-hmm. when it comes to securing your data, uh, when it comes to educating the staff, uh, when it comes to monitoring uh, the data that's traffic that's coming in and out, things like that. But in addition to that, Involta now, you know, we, we're trying to get uh, a lot of our clients, not, ju- not just to move them to the cloud, but to move them to a protected uh, data center that's secure, you know, working with Involta, all of those things that we kind of mentioned earlier in the podcast is they're going through the, the SOC and the SOC 2. They're going through the HIPAA. They're going through the high trust and um, the high tech and all of those things that, which Dean can talk a lot about that too. Mm-hmm. But it is a protected, secure data center. And again, we're always trying to add more layers to that to protect that data to where, again, we mentioned it earlier, where you get your people who are accessing your email and the internet and everything else. We're going to keep that localized to their system, but we're going to keep the data out on something separate that that can't be touched. So if that person opens up the phishing email, that's going to go out and just hit whatever on the network. It still can't touch your PHI. So we're adding all those layers to that. And there's many ways to do that. But again, I don't want to give the secret sauce. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, we definitely don't want to do that. Okay. So, some some of the latest trends in the industry uh, in regards to hosting security and and hardware. What do you What do you guys see in there? Uh, one of the biggest terms that you're going to hear out there today is hybrid cloud, right? I've heard um, that. Yes, yeah. and what, uh, I'm hoping you'll explain that to me because I don't know what that means. So, hybrid cloud is first of all, do you know where the cloud is? Uh, relatively speaking, I think, it's, yeah. Well, it's, it's, in, <laughs> but, uh, it, it's in somebody's data center, right? Okay, That's yes. where it resides. It's not up in the clouds. It's actually in, in somebody's data center. It's okay. just connected to multiple locations. And the data centers are not in the sky. No, they're not. Okay, yeah. just to clarify. <laughs> they don't put them at the top of the mountain okay, so that they're in the cloud. Okay, all right, cloud. good. Um, but what, what's interesting, though, is, like, we'll take customers on a data center tour and go, hey, do you want to see a cloud? And they're like, oh, yeah, I've never seen one. And I'm like, well, you're looking at it right now, right? And they're like, oh. Uh, disappointed. <laughs> I'm like, that all happens right there? And I'm like, absolutely, it all happens right there. So what the hybrid cloud is, 
is making sure that your workloads are put into the right place, right? Okay. You have a couple different options. We talked about you can leave it in-house on physical servers. Um, you can put it into our infrastructure as a service environment, which is housed inside of our data centers. You can put it up into the public cloud. AWS is an example of the public cloud. There is a place and a purpose for every one of your applications um, and every one of your platforms and which one should go where is really what we help people with in determining what the hybrid cloud is. Mm. It's not move everything out to the cloud all at once. It's where should this application reside? Where should this platform reside? And then be able to put it there and make sure that it's working well for you. Wow. Thank you. I'll have to go back and listen to that again to make sure I get it all. That was a great explanation, though. Thank you. So, Dean, kind of to, to piggyback on that, if you could talk a little bit about the data centers and how you guys meet compliance requirements and just some of the, uh, you know, the security and stuff that goes into those places. Um, so probably the most common one that you hear is SOC 1 and SOC 2. So our purpose-built data centers go through a validation compliance process every year for our SOC 1 and SOC 2 certification. So that's, actually, a, that's just a security certification? That's correct. Okay. Um, it's actually done by an outside auditor. So there is a standard that needs to be met that is set. And then are you, they come in, an outside auditor will come in and watch us and walk around and make sure that we're following those procedures okay. to validate that we're compliant in the data centers. We also have some other certifications. We have PCI, ITAR, HITRUST that actually encompasses HIPAA. You hear HIPAA a lot. Mm -hmm. NIST, all letters that just validate that we're out there and we're doing the right things and we're certified to that level. Excellent. Excellent. So let me ask you, with respect to your infrastructure, is it flexible for clients? Is it scalable? I mean, can they can they add storage? Can they, you know, if they, like you gave that earlier example, a company purchases another company and, you know, picks up more data and more servers, how, how do you guys deal with that or, you know, how can you accommodate them? We're absolutely flexible and scalable. That's the, that's probably the, the biggest reason other than security to move into uh, a cloud environment is flexibility and scalability. Um, I'll give you an example. Instead mm -hmm. of buying a server, and when you go to buy a server to put on site, you actually need to buy that server and size it for over the next three to five years. So you're overbuying that hardware at that point. With us, you're, Vince is specking it out for exactly what you need, maybe a little bit more, mm -hmm. um, and then... That's what you start paying for is what you're using in the cloud. Then all of a sudden you do an acquisition and you need to double that. We absolutely can uh, spin that up for you in a very short period of time and have that ready to go. Uh, that sounds like a, honestly, like a no brainer to me. <laughs> That's great. So you touched a little bit on some of the, I guess, security classifications uh, that you guys kind of go through and put your data centers through. Are there other specific security measures that you guys use to secure those places? 
Yeah, and the, probably the best way to do that is to come on a tour of one of our data centers. Mm. And you, you will see every security measure that we have in place. There's actually seven layers that you have to go through of security before you get back to where either you're co-located in one of our data centers or where the cloud is hosted in one of our data centers. Wow. They include physical security through locked doors, cameras, fences, gates, to the technical side of it with badges, biometrics, two-factor authentication. One of the biggest things is in our data centers, we have the common areas where the offices and everything are. And then we have the hardened piece of the data center, which is encased in 12 inches of concrete. And that's where all the infrastructure resides. Before you get into there, you have to go through a security vestibule. And with that, you have to badge and then it does a biometric uh, iris scan on you of your eyes to make sure you are you before you get in there. So if I'm not mistaken, when I went through that data center for the first time and the technician that was in there, not only does it just scan, do the iris scan or scan your retina, but it actually flashes light so many times. And what he told me was, if you you flat, I forget what it was, like 20 times in a second or something like that, but everybody's uh, retina or iris does something different with the way that the white the light flashes so it's not just an a standard iris scanner it's like i'm like i'm like this is amazing i've never seen anything like that i've gone through tons of data centers and i've never seen anything like that so you can't get past that (laughs) well you can't you can't get into the building without a badge some of them are fenced in you can't get into the parking lot unless you have a badge right unless you call in that's just the first two We have cameras that are watching you. Even when you get to your data center, when you're in there, let's say you're co-located in there, Mm -hmm. um, and you're walking around, it knows where you're at, and it only lets you go to certain zones where your stuff is. Wow. So, yeah. it's it's, And that's why I say the best way to experience how secure our data centers are come take a tour of one and we do tours all the time. You do so so a potential client that wants to see it can come and see it. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Good. Good to know. You sound like you're interested. I come on you know over. what? I'm thinking <laughs> after some of the discussions we've had, I might need to move to the cloud. <laughs> so so Dean, how about on uh, on top of that the technical support that you guys provide? Well, actually I, I could probably uh, speak to that because we we, uh, we do a lot of the technical s- support together between GBS and, and Volta. Mm-hmm. So, but we do anything from the twenty four seven monitoring to twenty four seven phone support. And Volta actually does a lot of that twenty four seven for us as well. So, mm-hmm. um, all the way from the 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 point of taking maybe phone calls or tickets that are opened up in the middle of the night sometimes on the technical side to monitoring for us. So they perform. Um, for example, firewalls and routers and those kind of services, they'll do 24-7 monitoring. So they're monitoring for people with any of those threats we were talking about earlier, right? Mm-hmm. So if there's mm-hmm. something coming in, they'll actually be able to see it, get an alert, call GBS, call the client, and take care of that and block that from happening, perform an update or change, whatever that may be, to fix it before it gets to a point where somebody's just in there, you know, hitting up the system. But the other thing I, I want to talk about, too, is, you know, GBS, uh, we have our SLAs. Mm -hmm. Um, our service level agreements. So when you talk about support and what kind of support we provide, but we have an SLA, you know, a lower, like an SLA one, where if your entire infrastructure is down, you can't get to your data, and then we're acting on it right now. I mean, immediately. Mm -hmm. And then we have the ability with Involta, if your 
data is at in Volta, we have all the way to their very top level of support people that we can call right now. I got people's cell phone, you know, it's, it's a crazy. <laughs> even though they have data centers all over the country, we can get to anybody that we need to at any given time to make sure that that's taken care of and resolved immediately. Um, and then we have our, you know, higher SLAs to where we'll do change management and things like that. And, you know, we have change management processes to where if you're a client that's coming over to GBS and you're like, you know what, we want to move all this stuff to the data center, but what if they want to make a change to it and they take me down, right? Well, mm. if, if there's any change that GBS has to make, we have to have a document that Envolta signs and the client signs, and everybody has to agree to it. If the client wants to make a change, that also has to happen. The client has to fill out this document. Why do you want mm -hmm. the change? What's it going to do? Is it going to affect us? Is the system going to go down? Is there any risks, factors, or anything like that? So everybody has to sign off on it. So I think working with Envolta over the years, the combined efforts with the support uh, is really, really good, and we've really worked it out to where we know when this issue is going to happen, Envolta is mm -hmm. taking it. This, mm -hmm. is, You know what I mean? And so it's, it's, it's really a... A clean machine, we'll call it. And we do that support through our NOC and SOC, so Network Operations Center and Security Operations Center. So Network Operations Center is monitoring every device that we that customers have had us monitor for them. So mm -hmm. it's, it's out there watching this stuff. And then we actually have a service desk, um, U.S.-based service desk, that's watching those alerts come in and seeing what needs to be done with them. As well as that is you can call into that service desk and you can email into that service desk. But we're watching that equipment so that we know it before you know that something is happening um, within your environments. We can actually see all of our data centers from one knock if we needed to. They can... Hmm. They have control over all the rest of the data centers and understand we have one ticketing system that comes into all of them. And then most recently, we've added SOC services, which are security oper uh, operations center. And that is watching that threat traffic that's coming across firewalls, where we have 24-7 eyes on that as well. So between those two, that's how we support GBS as well as the rest of our customers. So that's a that's a true partnership as well, the yep. support process. Yep. So, so in light of all that great stuff that you guys just said, what happens when the power goes out? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> There's a power outage. Nothing. Nothing, nothing happens. It's amazing, and, okay. and this is true. Nothing happens that our customers see, and okay. that is we our purpose built data centers are concurrently maintainable, meaning that one side of the power can go down and we can have power up to the other side of it. So we actually guarantee 100% power to one side of your power at all times. Wow. So, so here's, not, not here, an issue, yeah, not a problem. So from a customer's perspective, in our purpose-built data center, we have never had a customer affecting power outage. We could have a side go down, but the customer is never affected by that. And I'll tell you what happens in our world. So that's what we want the customer to see is nothing, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What's happening in our world is let's say that we drop and concurrently maintainable. One of the things is, is that we have electric coming in from two sources, okay? So let's say that we drop one of those sides of electric, one of those grids go down. Okay. Um, what happens is the UPSs, which are just giant batteries, kick in until the generators can come on. So we're running on this giant UPS, which can handle the load of the entire data center, um, and then the generator kicks on. And with our generator, we have diesel tanks that continue to supply those. 
Um, we can run on those forever on the actual generators if need be, but that's really what happens and then no one knows about it. Power comes back up, it goes through that process and goes back onto that power and we're back on street power on both sides. That's awesome. Glad I asked. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> again, if you go to their data center and look yeah. at these tanks that he's talking about, you'd be amazed. Mind-blowing, huh? Yeah. It sounds oh, like yeah. it. So, so what, what would you guys say, and, and I know you've said a lot probably already to kind of address this, but what advantage is there for a company to have their, their data hosted by GBS and Involta? That's an easy one for me. I, I we've I think we kind of yeah, yeah, yeah we talked about yeah. it, but I'll, I'll I'll try to summarize it for you. Yeah, please, um, that'd we, be great. We actually have formed a true strategic partnership with GBS. GBS excels in application management, like Vince was talking about before, yeah. and everything with the software and all of that. And Volta are the experts in providing a secure hosted infrastructure for that GBS cloud. It really is the GBS cloud infrastructure that's sitting within a secure and bolted data center. That combination gives our customers two world-class organizations on one platform. Mm. Mm. Great, great. That was said really well. That was said. I don't really have well. anything else to add to that. Dean. I like it. That's the first time you haven't had anything else to add to it. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> See, now, now we're getting down to the good stuff. Yeah, right this here. is the, where the yeah. relationship. I don't is. think we want to go there. <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> so let's let's kind of wrap it up for our listeners. Just again, kind of what what differentiates Involta and GBS? This partnership that we have together. What differentiates us from the competition? Uh, it's three things, really. Superior infrastructure, operational excellence, and people who deliver. And mm. that's really mm. Volta's mantra. And GBS, we have found no difference from them. And I think that's why they chose us to host the GBS cloud in, is because we provide those things on just consistently for all of our customers. Right. Yeah, I think... Uh and I mentioned a little bit earlier, but taking our background and expertise and a lot of things that we do and then delivering that with Involta and just, and Dean's already said it too, just putting those two things together. It's such a great, great partnership with our knowledge on both sides. But at the same time, it's also about the people. The people at Involta are fantastic. They're committed. They're willing. They're wanting. They want to grow just as much as GBS wants to grow. And everyone is all about the client. Everything is about client satisfaction. And um, they're definitely on the same page as we are about that. So if anything is going on with anybody, all hands are on deck from both GBS and the Involta side. So you've got the application people, the hardware people, the security people, the networking people. Everybody is on it, all hands on deck, just to make sure that we're getting that accomplished and fixed. All the way to the point where uh, there's been, uh, you know, a time where we had a client that we had a technician out there and there was something going on with their switch. And you know what? One person can't always figure everything out, but I call up Dean and I'm like, hey, you know what? I know he's not your client, but could you help us out? Absolutely. Get him on the phone, work through some stuff, get another set of eyes on there, and guess what? Good. We're good to go. So it really, truly is a a partnership. It almost seems like it's one company. Yeah. It's to that level. It really does. It feels that way. Absolutely. Well, that was excellent, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks for explaining the cloud to me and hacks and breaches and all that good stuff. I'm sure the listeners will definitely benefit from all this. So, Dean, thanks again. It's great meeting you. Thanks for coming down. Vince, as always, thank you, sir. Thank you for having thanks me. For, and thanks for having me out. Really yeah, appreciate it. Absolutely. Hopefully it was informative. Absolutely. And come back anytime. 
Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks. This show has been a production of GBS. For more information on the topics discussed today or the solutions offered, contact us at marketing at gbscorp.com. That's marketing at gbscorp.com. Or you can call at 800-552-2427. And lastly, check us out on the web at www.gbscorp.com. That's www.gbscorp.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes.